Yo, I put it like wow. This that sound. These oaks don't work hard like me. I hope they know by now. Bail, bail. Stand my ground. Throw these money trees go overseas like Percy Tau. I'll make sure you stay around. Quiet when I'm under loud. No negatives allowed. Me positivity took a vow. I always play to win. Don't anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never, ever, ever think about the drop. Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT show. Show, show, show. That's how people on radio sound. They're still doing that. I haven't listened to radio in a while. Maybe they still do that. Maybe they don't. Radio, radio. Traffic news, 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 news. Who talks like that? Nobody. That's who. Nobody talks like that. I wonder if a radio is going to become super popular again because everything gets popular to the point where like an anti-culture has to develop, you know, like it's, is, is it going to become cool to have like a tape deck in your car again in like four or five models time, you know? Um, so is the next like Lexus in eight years going to have a tape deck and you can only listen to radio. Like you can buy that, but they're only going to release like 500,000 of them worldwide or I, I don't know what a low number is, like 10,000. Then it's like cool to just listen to radio. Maybe that's what's going to happen because it happens all the time, right? Because I'm seeing bell bottoms are back now, high waist, you know, for ladies. And this always happens, right? Skate shoes, I'm seeing those are back. It's one of those thick skate shoes. Back in my day, it was DCs. You wonder if DCs, the best pair of shoes I've ever had was a pair of Costin threes. They they kind of look like Jordans today. But I had a pair of Costin threes. They were high top. I think the guy's name was Eric Costin. Can't remember, but uh, he he was a skateboarder back in the day, like when Tony Hawk and the, these guys were the kings, right? And and I think in and around that time, I remember having a pair of Costin threes. Those things were awesome. They cost a fortune, and I did not look after them. Um, yeah. Nice shoes though. But I do wonder, is radio going to make a comeback? Like, should I try and get on radio? Maybe that's what I should do. Maybe I should, I should be on radio for like five years. So when it makes a comeback and then it's like, oh, okay, I've been here the whole time. And then, I don't know, the radio DJs, do they still make money? I don't, I don't know. Like, do, do you have to be with Sirius now? Because everything's going digital, right? But I don't know if it's, going to be digital forever because we always get caught up in the movement hmm let's see 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 on radio i'm mkt this is the mkt show by the way um wow psg talk a little psg and i read something ridiculous that marcus rashford's going to get traded right so psg uh if you haven't heard if you haven't seen uh, Paris Saint-Germain just got knocked out of the Champions League in the most ridiculous way you could ever imagine. They, they, they were essentially 3-0 up with the away goals rule. That was worth about 30 minutes to go, by the way, in the second leg at the Bernabeu. They were 1-0 up at Real Madrid, having 1-1-0 in the first leg. There's an away goals rule. If you don't understand it, hit me up in the DMs. I can explain the away goals rule. And PSG went to the loss. So we'll talk about that and just my thoughts in and around PSG and um, how this was inevitable, right? What's happening now was inevitable. It's been six years of disaster. Disaster class, considering what they've laid down. Um, I'll tell you why I think this latest thing was predictable. And then Marcus Rashford. Um, listen, there's quite serious publications now saying there's a there's an interest and again you, you've got to keep in mind jay-z and uh, the rockefeller guys represent marcus rashford so being in america here listen the agents do not mind doing business in public and the one thing i know having had an agent before is that stuff when it comes out in the media somebody wants it out whether it's whether it's the players representatives or the club 
Whenever something comes out, it's coming out because somebody wants it out. There's a lot of stuff. I'll tell you, having been in the football world um, in England, there's a lot of stuff the public don't find out about because these football clubs are so powerful. They know every executive there is to know, right? If they really don't want a story to come out, like if they really, really don't want, if they want to, cr- if they want to crush something or squash it, it won't come out. So the Marcus Rashford thing is, it's real. And, and I could see why it could be from either side, especially from Rashford's side. He'll probably want that uh, Supermax deal after this, I mean, there is no real supermax in football, but I think Rashford can see where it's going. Is Man United need somebody to lead them in the future? And I think Marcus Rashford may or may not be the guy, but uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, let's start here in America. Big, okay, big news. Big news going on here. I want to go um, first quarterback who is, who's been an enigma. And to my point earlier, a guy called Deshaun Watson. Um, or here they say Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. He's been in some legal trouble. Um, <laughs> I think he's 20, it was 20 plus women who, who were massage therapists or physical therapists who've come out now and said he was, he, he, he was being ridiculous. Um, now I don't want to make any accusations because I'm in America. And if you make any accusations in a country this litigious, um, yeah, you, you know, that goes how it goes. So I don't want to make any accusations, but he is currently being accused, um, of sexual misconduct by 20 plus women. So boy, oh boy. And the way that came out in Houston was weird as well. I mean, it's, you, you know, there must be something to it if it's 20, uh, but we'll see how the investigation goes. But again, it took him wanting to get out of Houston for it to come out. And then you start to think, how long did the Houston te- Texans know? It was very weird the way it came out. All of a sudden, after Deshaun made a stink about wanting to leave, um, the story came up. Now, look, 20. Oh, man. That's brutal. So he, he's got some legal issues. And the reason I bring him up is because it is now official the Indianapolis Colts have moved off Carson Wentz. Now, the Frank Reich connection was really interesting because obviously uh, he had brought him in and it had worked uh, at the Philadelphia Eagles uh, sort of in, in the early years before Doug Peterson and his his debut season was incredible. And with Carson Wentz, for whatever reason, it, it just has not worked. It didn't work there. Indianapolis, listen, Jim Irsay, emotional guy, billionaire, <laughs> he's about as eccentric as it gets in terms of owners. Listen, Jerry Jones is obviously the king of eccentric, but but Jim Irsay is something else. He is something else, that guy. Big music fan. Owns a lot of um, sort of vintage music items. And they've had enough of Carson Wentz. And last season was ridiculous, is what they're saying. Boy, oh boy, Deshaun Watson going to Indianapolis. Now, any team that has to deal with Deshaun Watson, obviously you're getting an all-time talent. Um, the guy whose house we're staying in is actually a Clemson, um, guy. Obviously, Deshaun Watson, world famous now. If you, if you follow college football, year one should have beaten, um, or, or in the first, um, Natty, as they call it, national championship game, should have beaten Alabama in the second one he did. And all time, uh, Clemson Tiger, right? All time, all time. But some unsavory stuff has come out. Will he be the man to go to Indianapolis and replace Carson Wentz? That's the big talk here. But Carson Wentz is out, and that's an interesting one. You know, I think in life, if people kind of reject you in life, girlfriend, teachers, friends, it hurts. Obviously, we all want to be accepted and loved. But when it's your own father, it's it, it cuts deep. It cuts deep. You, you know, we've all had disapproving um, male figures in our lives, but when it's our father, it's very different. And the Frank Reich, I think this got, this has got to hurt Carson Wentz. Frank Reich loves this guy. He brought him back. They said, if it's Reich, obviously he was his OC in, in Philadelphia is if anyone can make it work like he did in that almost MVP like run, um, it will be Reich. And he said, no, no, thank you. Now, whether that's Jim Ursay, it's being reported that, um, Colts owner Jim Ursay is 
absolutely fuming at the way they didn't make uh, the playoffs last year. Of course, losing to the Jacksonville Jaguares with uh, Angel Head Trevor Lawrence under center. Um, that's what you're going to get with eccentric billionaires, though. He he is majorly upset. And you've got to say, Frank Reich would have probably said, hey, get that guy here. He'll take us over the top. We've got Jonathan Taylor, who's arguably the best running back in the NFL. I mean, I'm a Vikings fan, so I'll always uh, say Delvin Cook. we got Kirk Cousins uh, going nowhere with him. $45 million. He'll be paid next year. Absolutely ridiculous. It means the Vikings will be useless again. Again. Fired the coach. Still got Kirk Cousins. You ain't going nowhere. Stop telling me he's a good quarterback. He's not. Or, or, you know what he is? He's serviceable. He's fine. Kirk Cousins is fine. But definitely could have upgraded. Listen, Carson Wentz is reckless with the ball. And he will put it in a tight window. But I'd way rather have that than Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is fine. But he's only as good as what you've got on the field. He is not elevating anybody. And people are saying, you know... We'll see now, because now he'll go to the commanders, Washington commanders, as they as they say here. But he's going to the commanders, and he's got a, ter- a terrific coach, who's a who's a real culture builder. And we'll see we'll see what happens now. I mean, they've got a top notch defense. Let's see what happens with Washington. But I I as a Vikings fan would much rather have Carson Wentz. Much rather have Carson Wentz, because you have to take a chance downfield. By the way, Kirk Cousins, oh man. Intermediary throws, yes. But Kirk Cousins is not doing anything. He's not making plays. He's not athletic. He's fine. He's serviceable. He's a he's a terrific um, sort of system guy, as they call it, which is a an insult. But Tom Brady was a system guy, if you can make a system work. But then you need to be able to, to, to give me those big OTT plays, right? Kirk Cousins does not do that. What Kirk Cousins will make sure is games that you're supposed to win, you'll win. If it's close, forget it. Forget it. It, it. Like he's not, he's not snatching um, victory from the jaws of defeat. It's not happening with Kirk Cousins. Not four or five times, which is what Mahomes gives you and these these new young guys. And Carson Wentz is capable of that. He's capable of that, and we'll see how it goes. He, now it'll be a it'll be an interesting measure because it's a new time in football. I don't know if defense can kind of do what the Ravens did with Ray Lewis and all these guys back in the day, or what the Buccaneers did back in the day, Tampa Bay Buccaneers is, I don't know if defense can carry you. And even the great Bill Belichick is is struggling without Brady. It's a weapons league now. And we can see the the commanders are actually defense-led. And they'll probably say, all right, if we can upgrade at quarterback, can Carson win us two or three more games than we're winning at the moment because then you're in business because the defense will not give the ball the game away for the commanders or commanders. (laughs) They won't do it. That Chase Young is an absolute animal if you haven't seen him. Absolute animal. It'll be a Chase Young-led defense. And let's see how that works out. So uh, big news in America. Carson Wentz off to the Washington Commanders. Off the back of Russell Wilson going to Mile High, Denver Broncos. Uh, Aaron Rodgers signing the biggest contract in the history of the NFL, of course, at Green Bay. And he won't be going to Denver. Obviously, Russell, Sierra, Sierra. She's off to Mile High. Not sure if that works for her either. Denver, not exactly an entertainment city, but we'll see how that goes for her. What that means is Deshaun Watson being highly discussed as the next Indianapolis Colts quarterback. What does that mean? Does Jim Irsay want to swallow that kind of controversy? Because he's not really that guy. Indianapolis, not really that kind of place. Uh, Frank Reich, not really that guy. Right? Chris Ballard, if you've seen him, he's good old South American. God, I love Chris Ballard. He sounds like that American that you're thinking of uh, in the movies, right? Chris Ballard, pretty clean living guy from what I've read, seen. I, I try and follow these great leaders. Chris Ballard is one of the most respected human beings in American sport. He is highly respected, high character. Is he going to like the Deshaun thing? I'm not sure that's going to work. And listen, we'll get into it now about character um, over winning. Right? That's the world we live in. A lot of people like, listen, can, can he win? Can she win? But in this day and age, I don't know if it works anymore where you can just have a winner. 
Because everything's so public now. Any chink in your armor. I mean, you, if you support basketball, you see what Russell Westbrook's going through. I put a tweet out earlier. I'm like, I mean, you, you, I don't know why people are threatening people's wives, though. That's weird. If if Russell Westbrook's wife's being threatened, that's weird. That is weird. But if you're earning $40 million a year and you're saying people shouldn't critique your play, that's absolute, that's nauseating. And I defend sports women and men all the time. More than in, more than I should probably. But if you've seen with Russell Westbrook now, if you've got a chink in your character and you, and the scrutiny is not for you, there's no place to hide anymore. Aaron Rodgers, we're seeing now, he, he probably would have got away with some of the things he said, that vaccine thing, make that 15 years ago, it probably blows over. But there's certain places where you'll have leverage, leverage, right? I'm not sure Chris Ballard wants that kind of, because Chris Ballard is is big on the culture thing. Frank Reich is big on the culture thing. Ah, I struggle to see Deshaun working with those guys. But listen, Chris Ballard huge on on developing young people. So, man, oh man, listen, the Deshaun Watson thing is just so sensitive to discuss because obviously you need to let the law play itself out. He comes to Indianapolis though. Whew. With Jonathan Taylor, I mean, their receiving core is not great, but boy, oh boy, T.Y. Hilton, I think, is at the end of the line. You bring him in there, and two seasons ago, the Indianapolis Colts felt ready to to do to do something in the playoffs. And I, I just don't know what happened with Carson. So you bring in Deshaun Watson, who's a much better, much all-timer. I mean, what he did at the Houston Texans, basically on his own, absolutely outrageous. And now we see that. Does Frank Reich want to swallow that though? I don't know. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's going to overlook what seems to be. We don't know yet, and it is it is important to respect the law. Is we don't know yet what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. See if if he can if he can work his way through that situation. I think there'll be plenty of suitors for his signature. So interesting times in American sport right now. Um, as we move on to the other side of the Atlantic. What a night for football. Uh, it's the greatest sport in the world. Um, it is also soccer. But, but what a night for football. What a night for football. Listen, PSG against Real Madrid seemed like a dead game at 1-0, right? Mbappe, Kylian Mbappe scores that one. Uh, the no-look. He gives the eyes to Thibaut Courtois and he slams it in the near, near corner. Um, and I thought, oh, game over. And we had a power outage here in Atlanta during that game, um, managed to jump on for the second half. And we jumped on just in time because there was 17 minutes of madness. Essentially, at that stage, PSG are, are 3-0 up. Essentially, it's 2-0 on the scoreboard. But with the away goal, Real Madrid needed three goals in order to be back in the tie. Well, cometh the hour, cometh the man. For Real Madrid. Absolutely outrageous. And this guy's had a lot of slander and it was tough because you had Cristiano Ronaldo as well to compete with. And <laughs> what a moment. But before I get into that, I want to talk more about PSG than Real Madrid. So PSG are out of the Champions League again. Again. And, you know, a couple of years ago, it was really, really interesting. I... I I ran into somebody who I really, really found attractive, right? But I was kind of trying to get my stuff together in life. And I kind of still am, but whatever. But at that stage, I just come off some a couple of rough years. But I met somebody and she was like, we had a good thing going. And nothing had happened, but I met somebody and she was great. She was awesome. She was everything I, I was looking for in my in my dreams then. Right. And, and even probably now, but she's married now. So, so it's, it, it's gone now. But at the time, I remember going to speak to somebody who, who was helping me to kind of get my life together at the time. And he said something which I will never forget. He said, be honest with yourself. Are you somebody you would date right now? Cause I, this lady, I thought was a nine at the time and she she continues to to be more than that now she she's proven to to be a solid choice for whoever's with her 
and she's with a great guy and I, th- I think they're having a kid now but she's still a nine right but this lady proved to be a nine and he asked me because i was asking and i was telling him about her and he said be honest right now with who you are and he spoke to me asking me if i would date myself if i was pers- someone on the market and I took a couple of days because I didn't really know how to answer it. And this person's quite a direct, brutal person. And I, I, so my method is to write things down. And I went back and I was like, no, no. And it was brutal for my, <laughs> for my ego. But I would not have dated myself for my, for what I wanted. I wanted to date somebody better than I was, essentially, at the time. Objectively speaking, like, I know everybody uh, hug, uh, okay, go cry it out in the corner. The reality is, you are who you are. My point is, it always works best, or it has for me, when I've been that which I wanted to attract. And I think a scale is quite easy. Right? I was not a nine. She was a nine. And I always say, nines must date nines. So I actually went back to her. And I, we we had a conversation and she respected what I had to say. She didn't like it because it felt good at the time. We just met and, uh, yeah, it was good. She's a caring person. I needed somebody to care for me at that time. So, but ultimately I wasn't the, on her level. Like, I wasn't. Which is fine, by the way. You've got to be able to accept that. But in life, be that which you wish to attract, right? Because I, I see a lot of people. I see a lot of people trying to go after so-and-so and then boo-hoo, I'm so sad. Why won't she respond to me in the way I want? Yeah, because you're, you're a man-child and you're talking about dating a serious woman here. I can't speak. Listen, I'm heterosexual. I, can't, I can only speak for heterosexual men. Like if you want to be with a serious woman or people that I consider serious women, you have to do a lot of growing up and she can't help you along. Like I'm not big on helping people along. I get there. Like, just be there. Be there. If you do, if you got to be an eight, if you if you got to give up the boy's lifestyle, do what you got to do. Be there. I'm not, I'm not holding your hand. You're not a child. Grow up. Be that which you want to attract. If you want a nine, start operating like a nine. Whatever that means to you, you can write it down. You you know the characteristics we all have. You can lie to the world, not to yourself. Whatever it means to you to be a nine in terms of character, write those things down. If you want a family and you want to attract somebody who wants a family and is consistent and is ambitious, start developing that character. Be more selfless. Like I'm a selfish person. I'm not going to have a family with anyone right now. I'm very, very selfish. So I, I would be a terrible person to have a family with. I'm very honest about that. I'm at a one out of nine on the selfless scale. Be that which you wish to attract. Because I hear this a lot. Opposites attract. And I say, yes, you're right. But similarities keep you together. Opposites attract. Similarities bind us and keep us together. In the end, that's just what it is. You don't have to like it. Because I I know it's not a Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks movie. It's not very romantic. And the reason I'm giving you this anecdote is that PSG tried to cheat the system. PSG tried to cheat the system exactly like so. What they tried to do was become a nine, right? Or date a nine, which is the Champions League final and Champions League trophy, but they're actually a four or a five. PSG tried to cheat the system. How do I know this? Listen, Neymar's never been the star player on a winning team. Don't give me the Santos nonsense, right? He he was being shielded at Santos as a seventeen-year-old. And was the icing on top of a strong team. Then he went to Barcelona. You must, I want to make this very clear. Leo Messi, right? Of the MSN connection, Suarez and Neymar. That was the order of that team. PSG got Neymar and they thought they could cheat the system. And then PSG got uncomfortable when they had a guy in Carlo Ancelotti. And then when they got uncomfortable when they had a guy in Thomas Tuchel. Right? You know why? Because they wanted to pander to the player. Neymar's, Neymar's never been a dog and winnings for dogs. Winnings for dogs. And the problem is he's your most prized asset, right? Killing Mbappe is a dog. 
Kylian Mbappe should be your star right now. Kylian Mbappe should have been your star two years ago, but you forced Neymar onto everybody. And then they try to cheat the system again. They got rid of Tuchel. They got rid of Ancelotti because they're uncomfortable because they will have demands of Neymar, by the way. They, they will not tolerate standing up front. Do you, you want to win? And Neymar's capable of it. He did it at, uh, at Barcelona. But he got out. You know why? Because the demands at Barcelona, oh boy, a bit much. But they also tried to cheat the system by getting Maurizio Pochettino. Because they thought, you know what? All we need is a guy who can placate the complication of Mbappe and, and Neymar. If you want to win, it's a character issue. Maurizio Pochettino has never won a thing as a manager. And he's a brilliant manager. Don't, do not get me wrong. Not everybody's Carlo Ancelotti. Not everybody's Fergie. Maurizio Pochettino does not have an idea of how to win. You know how I know? He hasn't won as a manager. Worldy player. And he's a quality manager, but he's never shown me that he can win. Sport is about moments. And people say, yes, but Pep Guardiola, yes, he was already winning with the B team. Jose Mourinho arrived. He was a treble and a double in with Porto. He beat Man United at Man United, won the Champions League with that famous Porto team. Fergie had already won European trophies at Aberdeen. Be that which you wish to attract. These guys were winners before they got to the big clubs. Pep was already, they already said in, when he went and won the league with the Barcelona B team, they said, okay, no, we see it now. The prodigal son must return uh, to, to the promised land. And the rest is history. Jose is Jose. Jose's been winning since day one. Right? Porto, those two years, insane. Comes to Chelsea, of course he's going to win. What are you talking about? Goes to Real Madrid, of course he's going to win. Fergie, Fergie's Fergie. When you go and look at the story of Aberdeen, the rest is history. And I just want to tell you something, and it, I think it relates to life as well. You can't teach winning. It's not one of those things where, you, you know, you can try and infuse some of the behavioral characteristics. But ultimately, there's going to have to be, and it comes quite quickly when you, once you get into the deep end of things, where you're going to have to dig inside yourself and just look at yourself and and dig a little deeper to win. That's all it's about. Because it's a character issue. Winning's a character thing. Ability is needed. But if you want to win. Not just participate. Not get close. It's a character thing. And my life experiences teach me. Is that if you want to be a winner. It's a brutal business. Winning's a brutal business. And I'm afraid. Despite what Montessori tells you. Despite what every single sort of, it is a zero sum game in sport. If you want to win in academics, if you want to win, and and I'm not a zero sum person in real life, but in sport, in academics, where there's achievement, it is zero sum. I don't care what your teachers are telling you at school. I'm sorry. There's only one person with six A's and the white blazer and the Ladorum. Duck scholar, right? There's only one. You, you only get one of those. Some schools, boy, girl, that's it. The rest of you, you're bums. Sorry. Five A's ain't going to cut it if you want to be the ducks. The ducks gets the white blazer. There's only one of those. She gets six A's, seven A's, eight A's. He gets, there's one of those. You can go to Montessori where everybody gets a medal for participating in the race. There's only one gold medal. There's only one. You don't get, you don't get 15. Can't teach winning. And you cannot teach. The most important part of winning is to be relentless. Because if you want to be great, winning once happens for all of us in life. Happens for all of us in life. But if you want to be relentless, if you want to be the good dad, the good mom, the good brother, the good son, that's an everyday job. Greatness is a price you must pay daily. I can't teach somebody how to be relentless. And and life is relentless. Because if you were a good dad yesterday, you don't get points for that tomorrow. When your daughter or son's having problems, you got to show up every day. Greatness is a price that must be paid daily. You can't teach winning mentality. I'm sorry, you can't teach winning. And most importantly, if you want to go to that next echelon, you can't teach people how to be relentless. That has to come from within. There's no culture. I'm sorry, you, you can't build the culture to win. You need human beings that will do anything. And that's really, really hard. That's really, really difficult. 
to gather a bunch of egos and make them win. Pochettino and Neymar, I couldn't think of a worse combination for winning, right? Poch is desperate to get a first trophy. And Neymar has never led Brazil and never led any club to victory as the main guy. As a backup singer, listen, as a backup singer, for sure. We saw what he did at Barcelona. It's never been the same again, be honest. And even now, Kylian Mbappe is really the guy. They're forcing Neymar into that role. And you, you know when I knew, I don't know if you have seen um, Neymar's documentary. It's very, very strange. In the middle of your career to come out and say, the slander and the pressure, I don't know why I'm getting all of this. See, the one thing about leadership and winning is self-awareness. He should be self-aware. He's one of the best paid human beings of all time, right? That comes with slander. Sorry. Like nobody's, not everybody's going to like you. The whole Samba thing, he takes time off to go back to Brazil every year. It's very, very strange. The hairstyles, the tattoos. If you're going to be that guy, right? Not everybody has to love you. I don't know where Neymar gets this idea. And sportsmen and women are starting to really worry me. This idea that you have to be loved especially in something as tribal as sport, and you get to be a millionaire, it's weird. And if you see Neymar's documentary, it makes me even more unlikable if you didn't like him already. I don't see this documentary going, oh, you know what? I feel you, bruh. I've swung over to your side. I don't know a single person who will be swung by this documentary. All it is is ammunition for people to go, oh, this, this guy's been a spoiled brat his whole life. He's been protected since Santos. And a little bit of pressure came his way with Brazil. This is why Brazil can't go anywhere. You can't build around Neymar. Come on. He doesn't like the slander. He doesn't like the pressure. Why would PSG think that's that's good for them? Maurizio Pochettino never won. Couldn't think of a worse combination. Couldn't think of a worse combination. Listen, if you don't want slander, if you don't want pressure, you can't have winning. And you can't have both, right? You, you cannot have both. Either you go and win, right, and be slandered, or you just go and participate. You can't have both. Winning, there can only be one winner, right? And everybody hates a winner or loves a winner. Or loves a winner. You are either going to be brutalized or beloved. And it's always felt weird with Neymar, right? It's weird. It's never quite worked. Why? It's a character thing. He wants to cheat and shortcut the system. Right? He was hoping Mbappe and bringing everyone around me and I'll be the guy. And Mm-mm. A lot of people look like the real deal until you put them there. Listen, I'm encountering this in business all the time. People talk an incredible game until you actually go, do these people know what they're doing? And it's applicable in life. Neymar, he's, oh my God, he looks like the real thing. What did, what did Cat Williams say back in the day? About the Chrysler 300? And people who say, I got it because it looked like a phantom. Say, no, no, no. It looked like a Chrysler 300. I got it because it looked like a phantom. Until a phantom pulls up, he says. Until a Rolls Royce phantom pulls up. Because then you're just the Chrysler 300 and then you're exposed. And that's what Neymar is. And I think Kylian Mbappe has exposed that. And I think it's why Mbappe is leaving. I don't think PSG are serious about football. And you know what's strange about Neymar? Is he came to hide at PSG. He thought they'll build the club around me. I mean, listen, when you negotiate £200 million as a transfer fee, they built everything around him. They got rid of Carlo Ancelotti, one of the greatest players and coaches of all time. Certainly the greatest coaches. I mean, he's one of, he's one of two, I think, with three Champions League titles. As a player and a coach, by the way. He's won these things. So they got rid of Ancelotti. They got rid of Thomas Tuchel, who's now a Champions League champion, ironically. Because Neymar was getting uncomfortable. You know why? Because those two were like, don't care who you are. Track back. Play in a system. Play as a part of a team. Kaká played as a part of a team. Ancelotti knows this. I'll finish off on this. I think it's time for PSG because they have lost Mbappe now right Mbappe will be the next star of football that's clear if 
And it's a huge asterisk because for me, he's already getting a lot of those um, hamstring issues because he's so explosive. You look at how he plays. I hope I'm wrong. But if he stays fit, Kylian Mbappe will be the best player in world football for the next five years along with Erling Haaland. It's time to move on because Mbappe's gone. He'll go to Real Madrid. I would move on from Neymar now. I would move on from Neymar now. Why are you paying him to be a global superstar when he can't get you there? Because you know what gets you there is the Champions League. You win that. You join the the special teams. What's the return? I'll tell you what I might do if I'm PSG. Finish off here. I would go and pitch to Kylian Mbappe that Erling Haaland will come and join you we will do everything to make sure that Erling Haaland is the next guy with you. Now, the report is that he's signed the Real Madrid contract already in Mbappe. But I would have one last go if I'm PSG to say, we will bring Erling Haaland here. He's about winning at all costs. You guys, for the next five years, try and create a dynasty here. Because I think in Mbappe's heart as well, if Mbappe could stay at PSG, right, and become a PSG legend in France, having won the World Cup already. Are you kidding me? If he was the guy to put French football, and I'm talking about domestic football, back on the global map after what he did for France in the World Cup, can you imagine the size of the statue they will build of Kylian Mbappe in Paris? He knows this, and don't think he's not thinking about that. But he knows that with Neymar, there's no winning. The trick for PSG is you have to go after Erling Holland, but you have to do it tomorrow morning. You have to start tomorrow morning, and you need to have Kylian Mbappe in the room and say, hey, we're getting rid of Neymar. Don't worry about that. That's a failure. We'll pay him to leave. What do you need, Erling Haaland, tomorrow? Whatever you must pay Dortmund, eliminate the competition. It's not like PSG can't manipulate the rules in France anyway. It's built by them. The Qataris own the league. They can manipulate the league. Let's be honest. But PSG tried to cheat the system, right? There are six who wanted to date a nine and they try to, you, you know, those guys and girls who, try, who think money will change, change them in the long term, make them more attractive in the long term. They, it does not. Money will not change you. It'll make you more of who you are. And what PSG are is a mediocre sporting organization with lots of money. It's a mansion with plumbing that doesn't work, but it's got, got all the chandeliers. The plumbing doesn't work, but the chandelier is very nice. Very nice. I can't shower. and My kids can't shower to go to school. But boy, oh boy, I'll impress the Joneses. That's what PSG is. And you are what you are in life. You are what you are in life. PSG or Mediocrity FC. There's no amount of money. There's, no, there's nothing that will change that until you fix yourself. And fixing yourself is not building around Neymar. Sorry. A guy who's making a documentary about not wanting the slander of being the biggest superstar in world football right now. He's the captain of Brazil. What do you think is going to happen? You're the captain of the most prized asset in world football, which is the Salacau, right? Brazil, number 10, is that is the jersey that everybody wants to wear. If you're in football, there's little boys and girls, right, playing football. You want to be Brazil's number 10. That still holds. Anywhere we were serious about football, you still want to be the Brazilian number 10. I don't care about PSG and these man cities. The most prized asset in the world. You want to be captain and the Brazil number 10. That's what Neymar is, and he's been hiding at PSG. Look at Kaká. Look at Ronaldo. Look at all these Brazilian greats. Never heard a word from them. Rivaldo. Romario. Ronaldinho. You never heard a peep from them about the slander and the pressure getting too much do me a favor go and work at the post office no one cares about the person at the post office with all due respect it's a respectable job but nobody cares if you work at the post office there's no slander there by the way Neymar PSG try to cheat the system can't cheat life unfortunately and listen I'm telling you stuff that's happening to me life will always catch up with you Try to be too smart. Life will always catch up with you. You are who you are.
and PSG, Mediocrity FC, tried to cheat the system with money. Oh no, you forgot about the character part. Love to know what you think. Uh, it's just not going to work for me. PSG ain't going to work. Not the way it's built. Not the way it's built. But we'll see how it goes. Hit me up, MKT Inspires on social media. Your thoughts on Neymar, PSG, can they turn it around? Do you stick with Neymar? Have you spent too much money? Have you sunk too much money into him to let the project go? Is it too late because you've lost Mbappe now? Love to know what people think. All right, let's move on to this. Finish off on this one. I, I'm hearing from serious sources, you know, that Man United are considering moving on from, from, um, Marcus Rashford. I want to tell you another life story quick. Re- real story, by the way. I've really been through it. Well, I've been through it. Listen, my life's not that hard, but I did, I did put myself in situations, right? I put myself in situations in life. All my fault. But I'm pretty sure you can relate to this, or maybe not. But life is always easy when you know what defines you. You know, in this world of infinite possibility, I, I, I get to speak to young people every now and then, and I say, no, no, life is not full of infinite possibility. Get, get that out of your mind. All right? There's a few things that aren't going to change. And you're capable of anything, by the way. That's not what I'm saying. You can't do everything, but you're capable of anything. If you set your mind to it. And I, I like not many, less than 1% of the world wants to set their mind to it. Everybody talks on Instagram. But life was really easy for me from the age of nine until 22 years old. Because I knew what defined me. I was just a football player. And I wasn't brilliant, but I I really set my mind to it. Like with me, if you give me a task, I will set my mind to it. I was a sportsman. It was really easy. I knew what defined me from the age of nine until 22. And then I lost that in my 20s and I, I, I spun out of control. It was very, very tricky. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm ever going to write a book. It's boring. Like everyone has a book now. Well, what have I done? But maybe I'll do a podcast way more at some stage if I, if I ever hit the big time. All right. I'll do a podcast memoir of my 20s because outside of my sister, I don't think... And, and one or two friends. I don't think people know how messy it actually got. Like, never got into drugs because my mother's a psychiatrist. I've seen what drugs do to people. So don't do drugs, kids. That was the one thing my mother used to take me with as she was going to um, asylums, right? And I used to see what drugs used to do to people. And my uncle died of drugs, actually. So never been a thing for me. Never smoked a cigarette in my life. I have smoked a few cigars after we, we've won big games. But even then, like one or two puffs, I'm not... I don't smoke now. I don't drink now. But back in the day, from 9 to 22, my life was easy. Football defined me. It defined what I was. I was a sportsman. And yes, I played rugby, cricket, and I was half decent at at cricket, decent at, uh, at rugby in high school. But when I lost that in my 20s, 22 years old, 23 years old, it went off the rails. And I fell apart. And I'm 35 now. I'd say about four or five years ago, I started redefining what defines me now. And it's crystal clear to me now. My family is everything. Everything else is icing. I'm defined by my family. My relationship with my family defines me. If I'm not feeling connected to my mom and my sister, I start to, I get, I get a bit grumpy. And I, I don't have to see them. Like, but if I don't know what's going on, if we're not close, if I don't know what's happening in my sister's life, it, it makes me, it makes me a grim human to be around. It's what defines me. All right. And Manchester United feel now like I felt in my 20s as I observed them. All right. For 27 years, they had Fergie who defined them. And for me, I always try and reduce things to three words in life. Whenever I'm trying to define something, I reduce it to three words. And what defined Manchester United for me was they were brutal, they were unwavering, and here's that word again, relentless. For 27 years, that defined them. Brutal. They would bully everyone into submission from Fergie right at the top to bullying referees to the players they had, to Keane, to Robson, to Hughes, to Andy Cole, Gary Neville, 
Patrice Evra, Dennis Irwin. These are hard, hard men. These were hard men. Before the ability thing, Roy Keane, these were these were tough men. They would bully you into submission. They'd make you say mercy before the game started. For 27 years, brutal, unwavering, and relentless. And that's what defined Manchester United until 2013. Ironically, the year I stopped drinking. So maybe, maybe, maybe I'm to thank for the end of Man United's reign. They were brutal, unwavering, and my favorite word, relentless. And I say that because Marcus Rashford cannot be sold. Are you, is this, what are we talking about? What are we, what is going on? Because Marcus Rashford is actually the perfect core piece. All right. Number one, he's an academy graduate. Number two, he's high character, super high character. And number three, ultimately the most important thing, right? He's productive, highly productive. 295 appearances, 93 goals, with lots of injuries, by the way. A goal every three games, are you kidding me? In Man United's worst era in in 40 years. A goal every three games from left, mid, right, mid, inside, left, inside, right, up front. Turbulence, I mean, four managers. And a Ryan Giggs. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? Are you telling me Man United cannot, around one of their own academy products high character individual right who will make everyone around him accountable just through his behavior and a productive footballer are you telling me you cannot build around Marcus Rashford because he doesn't need to be Roy Keane right he just needs to be a symbol of what you're trying to do and it's so easy to build around Rashford because what defines Paul Pogba I still don't know and they're trying so hard to build around him I still don't know. What is Harry Maguire? What is Fred? What is McTominay? What are these guys? And ultimately, they are not productive. Paul Pogba has not been productive. And he's injury prone. Pogba is not a guy you want on your poster. I know it feels like it because he looks like the real deal. Until you remove Conte and Matuidi and Perlo and Marquisio and... And now, Paul, take us to the promised land. Ugh. And, you, you, and you've really been exposed by the arrival of uh, Bruno, right? Because that's what happens when a guy is suited to put it on my back, coach. High character, academy product, and productive. Let Marcus Rashford define what Manchester United is. Because since 2013, I'm not sure what Man United are. And if you're honest, neither are they. It's gone from Pogba to Falcao to Schweinsteiger to Schneiderlin to Pogba now again. And now we're doing Bruno Fernandes. Is that what we're doing? To McTominay, to Lindelof, to Maguire. Really? Lukaku was in this stage. Really, is this what we're doing? It's Manchester United. What defines you? What defines this Man United era? Since 2013, it's been this. Let me tell you something I know. Because I've lived this. You can't solve character issues with money. You you can, listen, you can ball out all you want. I know baller culture. Listen, if you're a terrible person, she'll find out. Again, I'm heterosexual. I can only speak to that part of the world. I don't want to stop making things up. I'm not a woman. And I... I I'm heterosexual, so the only thing, way I can look at the world is I see dudes balling out. Everything that men do is for ladies, by the way. Spoiler alert. But if you're a terrible person, it does not matter how much money you have. After two or three years, she'll see through it. Uh, she's out of there, if she's for real. You cannot solve culture issues if you have a culture problem, if you have a character problem. You can't solve it with money. Man United have found that out. Arsenal found that out. Barcelona found that out. PSG finding that out. 
Marcus Rashford is from the academy. He is organically the type of character you want in your football club. Are you telling me you can't build around Marcus Rashford? Because let me tell you something. Any institution that can't build around Marcus Rashford is broken. Rashford's not the problem. Right? He's highly productive and he's high character. Right? If you can't build around Marcus Rashford, you need to say, what is wrong with the institution? And the mere suggestion that he will go, the mere suggestion that he would go is insanity. It would be crazy to let Marcus Rashford go. You build everything. He's the guy, right? Get rid of Pogba. It's nonsense now. It's seven years of injury, of of passive-aggressive, of Mino Raiola. Get rid of him. You can be awful without poor Pogba. Don't worry about it. You've been there. Man United don't need Paul Pogba to be awful. Get rid of Paul Pogba and put Marcus Rashford front and center. Because a guy like Rashford, he's not going to whinge about not playing. Right? Put him in the leadership setup. He's built for it. You can see it. You, you see the slander he got. You see what happened with England when he missed that penalty. Not a word of a peep. Not a, no whinging like Neymar. No documentary about our boo-hoo, my life so hard. Uh, you saw the racism that he went through. Not a single peep. Because you know why? Marcus Rashford's a leader. There are very few gener- like genuine leaders. And, the, and leaders are born. Again, you can teach people how to manage. You can't teach people how to lead. I've told this story before. In school, if you ask anybody who's gone to a boys' school... The cap. Listen, the captain is picked by headmasters, and if your parents are rich, sometimes you get to be the captain. Blah blah blah. Looks good on your CV. In the trenches, though, we know who to follow. You can't tell boys who to follow. You can't tell alpha males who to follow. You can try and pu- push Paul Pogba all you want on Man United guys, and and listen, Paul Pogba sim- seems like a good guy. He's not a leader. Leaders don't behave like that. Paul Pogba is not a leader. He's a big personality. Being a big personality does not mean men will follow you, by the way. Everybody wants to have a good time. Dudes like to have a good time. But when the rubber meets the road, alphas step to the front naturally. And you know what? When you have leaders, everyone falls in line. Especially alphas. They need someone to follow. There's no leadership at Man United right now. Because Marcus Rashford is not being put in the leadership position. He's fifth or sixth in line. Build around him. Man United, the biggest problem you can see right now is that they aren't building around a guy like him. Money and Instagram follows of Paul Pogba is not going to solve your culture and character issue. Man United have that. What defines them? From 9 till 22, I knew what defined me. And I was unstoppable, by the way. I, like, I'm, uh, I'm not shy to say it. And then I fell off the wagon. Oh, oh boy. And now I'm 35 and I feel more centered than ever because I know what defines me, my family. What defines you? What defines Manchester United? And it can't be material. Sorry, it's a character thing. You've got to work internally. Manchester United are letting you know that they want Paul Pogba at the front. Right? They want... I mean, Maguire is your captain. What? But again, they're telling you the money will, will solve our character issues with money. When Man United were winning, Roy Keane, Gary Neville, Rio Ferdinand, Nemanja Vidic, that was the center of the football club. The rest was icing. What defines this great institution? Do not at any cost. Rashford goes, it all unraveled. It all unraveled. Jaden Sancho is not taking you anywhere. Do not build do not build a winning culture. If you want winning, build it on character, men and women of character, and then you add the talent. Man United have tried to make the talent the center feature, right? Pogba, Falcao, Lukaku. How many times do you want to fail? Di Maria. Right, Fellaini. Who are these guys? You know what the template is. Put Dennis Owen, right? May, Ronnie Johnson, you may not know some of these people. John O'Shea, Gary Neville, Patrice Evra, Edwin Van der Sar, 
Not the glory, guys. No glory there. When Fergie was winning, Park Ji Sung, Wayne Rooney, type of guys you can build around Wayne Rooney. No, no problem. In terms of football culture and, and football character, Roy Keane, Brian Robson, Pallister, Peter Schmeichel. These are the kinds of guys you build around and then you add a Cantona every now and then. You can't have six Cantonas. Never happened for Fergie. Never happened. Fix the plumbing before you fix the chandeliers. Do not, and it would be, it would be suicide for what Man United are trying to do. It would be absolute corporate suicide if Marcus Rashford was allowed to go and not made the highest paid player at Manchester United. Following the calamity that it's been for nine years now. It's going to be nine seasons, by the way, without Man United coming close to the title. Not even close. Nine seasons. The richest sporting institution in the world. Folks, if that doesn't tell you in life, money cannot solve your problems. I don't care who you are. You have to solve the character thing. And by the way, you know what You know what character is? It's quite simple. Character is your repeated behavior. Maguire, Lindelof, Shaw, Fellaini, Di Maria, Falcao, Pogba, Fred. Who are these guys? Who are these guys? Lukaku. Well, why are you buying these guys? Think they're going to solve your problems? People think marrying rich is going to solve their problems. Until you get in there and you realize, whoa, rich, rich people, tough to live with. Tough to live with. If you don't like yourself, don't care how much money you got. Every day is going to be miserable. That's where Man United are right now. They have all the money in the world. They're the biggest sporting institution in the world. And it's not close. They are the juggernaut globally. Yeah, Forbes put out Dallas Cowboys. Do me a favor. Man United are kings. And all they show you is that money can't solve your problems. And they won't. Do not. Say it one last time. Can't say a good thing enough times. Do not, under any circumstance, let Marcus Rashford, who will be Sir Marcus Rashford very soon, walk out of Old Trafford. Not at any cost. He, he must be the highest paid player. Get rid of Pogba. Shift him out. Doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. You can be terrible without Pogba. But if you want to win Marcus Rashford, character, the guy. Marcus Rashford is the guy. You know how I know? His behavior. Not his Instagram. Not his hairstyles. Are you not tired of Di Maria? You're not tired of Schweinsteiger, Schneiderlin, Lukaku? Guys talk big on social media. Huge. Schweinsteiger is slightly unfair. He's a legend of the game. Are you not tired of these guys? Falcao? Luke Shaw? I mean, Aaron Wan-Bissaka? You're not tired of these guys? 50 million for Wan-Bissaka. 50 million for Fred. It's about character sometimes. It's about character sometimes. Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford is the... Listen, I'm a Chelsea fan. I take Marcus Rashford tomorrow. Tomorrow, because I know I can put five or six talented people around Marcus Rashford and they'll follow him. I don't know so much about Paul Pogba. I know everybody sees the personality, and Paul Pogba, from all the reports, is a good professional, a good guy. But I don't see him leading anybody, making anybody better. I don't see it. Without Matuidi, without Conte, without Marquisio, without the great Andrea Perlo, without uh, Vidal. What's he been? What's Paul Pogba been without superb leaders around him? Because he was supposed to lead. Man United is not a talent shortage. Please, let's be very clear. He was supposed to lead this generation at Man United. But some people, they just want to ball out. Roy Keane was the reason they dominated. Not Beckham. Right? Not Giggs. Not Cantona. Brian Robson was the reason they dominated. Dennis Irwin. Ronnie Johnson. Henning Berg. Peter Schmeichel. That's why they dominated. Relentless. 
They were defined by being relentless. Those men are relentless. Those are men's men. And I know it's not cool now to be a man's man. You need a few of those. You know why Chelsea dominate? Aspilicueta, Peter Cech, Conte. These are men's men. Rudiger. You know why City dominate? Pep Guardiola, man's man. <laughs> Ruben Diaz, Bruno. Uh, excuse me. Uh, who, who's the little Portuguese guy they got? He's a man's man. Fernandinho, Vincent Company, Jolien Lescott. These are real men who will not, they will not, Gareth Barry. Listen to these names that they've been churning out. This is why United have been doing what they've been doing. Listen to those names. David Silva. Bernardo Silva, excuse me, was the guy I was looking for. Bilva and Dilva, I got confused there. Kyle Walker, man's man. Man's man. Cancelo, these are, listen, you've got to have a bit of bastard about you. You've got to be able to take some, a few um, punches in the jugular. Man United, built on flair. Rashford, high character. I like that guy. And he's productive. I don't even need to like him. He's productive. And his behavior. Look at him. He's feeding children for crying in a bucket. Build around character, not talent. Man United, they got it wrong for the last... If Marcus Rashford isn't the captain of Manchester United from next season, I'm not sure where it goes from here. But the suggestion that he's leaving is madness. You let him go. Manchester United is a decade away from recovering because it tells me you've completely melted down. What defines you? It's important, especially if you want to win. Because once you know what defines you, you can be relentless. You've got that anchor. Not sure if United have that right now. I'd love to know what you think. I'd love to know what people think, but it's... (laughs) I mean, listen, I'm not a Man United fan, so I'm loving it, but but I'm interested in winning. I love Sir Alex Ferguson, he's a winner. I love Jose Mourinho, he's a winner. I love Pep Guardiola, he's a winner. Arsene Wenger was a winner in Japan before he came to Arsenal. He didn't start winning at Arsenal. Character. Money, money makes you more of what you are. Arsene Wenger got the money at Arsenal, and you saw what happened. Fergie from Aberdeen... You saw what happened. Marcus Rashford, you pay that guy. He just becomes a... He amplifies being a great man and a great humanitarian. And he's productive. Like, I, I don't see why people don't think Marcus Rashford is productive. 93 goals in 295 games is one in three in the most chaotic time Manchester United have had in 40 years. He's one of the most productive guys over the last six, seven years for Man United. Pay him and he'll only become more productive. Because money does not change you. It makes you more of what you are. You paid Paul Pogba, he became a bigger social media star. Which is what he's always been, really. I've never seen Paul Pogba lead. I've got nothing against Paul Pogba. Everything I read about him says good guy. Brilliant footballer? Mm. Mm. I, I played professional football, so I know what to look for. I'm not... The, the hair and the cool Instagram stuff doesn't wash with me. I know what I'm looking for. I know what a central midfielder should be able to do, especially if you're the total package at 100 million. I'm not apologizing for you not being able to play in the 8, 6, or 10 pivot, or in the double pivot 6, or as a box to box midfield 8. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have to explain that to you. What it tells me is Vidal, Marquisio, Perlo are doing the covering for you, Conte, Matuidi doing the covering for you. Sorry, you got to be productive as well. The character and productivity is what you need. Do not let Rashford go. Love to know what you think. MKT uh, inspires on social media. Otherwise, the MKT show, wherever you want to look for us. The MKTshow.com, by the way, you can go and check us out. If you are looking um, to expand more on some of the stuff I've spoken about, Paddy Upton had a word with us. Myself, Siobhan Sonatla, the Know Your Power podcast is now available on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Pocket Cast is the best if you're on Android, by the way. Just, I like user experience. And no, they do not sponsor the show. So I'm just, Pocket Cast is the best, though. It, it is the most user-friendly on Android. I don't know if Apple gives you uh, Pocket Cast. I don't think so, uh, but I, I don't have an Apple. Um, so Pocket Cast is awesome. I love, the, I love their user experience of all of the platforms. But available on Spotify... Um, 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. The Know Your Power podcast proudly brought to, to you by the MKT Show, um, VW Amarok and Siabelo Sinatla. Uh, Paddy Upton talks about something. He says, and I'll repeat my favorite line from there. Talent, right, is not an ability. Yeah, you can't list talent as an ability. It, it just isn't. Something you're given, but you've got to work to hone it. But talent is not an ability. Um, go and check out Paddy Upton. It's episode three um, on the Know Your Power podcast, which can be found um, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Otherwise, go to the mktshow.com. You'll see Ciabello's face there. You can just click on that. Boom. It's hyperlinked. Take you to the right place. All right. From Atlanta, Georgia. This has been the MKT Show. My name is MKT. And for now, I am the hell out of here.